Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning and welcome. You're listening to Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. My name is Layla and we're so happy to have you here with us. But before we get into it, let's take a moment and pray. God, we thank you for today and we thank you for all the good things that you've done for us, Lord. We thank you that we have healing in you, Lord, soundness and wholeness, Lord, that our finances are good because you said they were, Lord. We thank you for the opportunity to spend in your word this morning lord to grow up and mature in you lord we ask that you minister to us lord that you show us those areas that we need that need fixing lord that and we thank you for the help that you already said that you would provide in that process lord we thank you for your for our partners and listeners lord and we thank you for all of the wonderful things that you've done for us in jesus name amen in jesus almighty name amen and amen well good morning and welcome everyone so glad to have you with us as we get into the Word and continue our study in the book of Hebrews. We are in chapter 11, and we are covering verses 23 through 29. So whether you're joining us for the first time or you're rejoining us, I want to welcome you and encourage you to pause the episode just to take the opportunity to read through that section of Scripture and make it easier to follow along in the discussion. Amen? Amen. All right. And at this time, the floor is open, so each of you can have the opportunity to share what Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you, and to ask any questions that you have. So who'd like to begin? I would. All right, LaCharles? So we left off inside the last episode talking about how with Moses, he had to actively choose to listen to and follow the Lord. Um, We referenced the fact that Moses was exposed to idols pretty much every day of his life. Mm-hmm. as he lived inside of Pharaoh's palace. And even the children of Israel worshipped idols in Egypt. They all did. Mm-hmm. Not all mm-hmm. the children of Israel, but, but most that's people. That's what Joshua reports. Yes. Mm-hmm. And how it wasn't, it wasn't something that came to him naturally, meaning that he just saw his parents worshipping the Lord and decided that's what he wanted to do as well. He had to consciously make the choice to choose the Lord for his own life. Mm-hmm. And we... Um, if we go back to Acts, and it, ta- it talks about how he expected the children of Israel to understand that he was the deliverer that the Lord was going to use to bring them out of Egypt, but they did not. And just understanding that while the children of Israel did not, and um, not quite like Christ, Christ knew who he was, and he went about in the right way. Moses slightly knew who he was. And went about in the wrong way, mm-hmm. meaning that he did not acknowledge God inside of his actions and try to do out of his own strength. Mm-hmm. Instead, initially, initially. Yes, initially. But, but it goes to the, what you were saying about his choice. Now, you said consciously, but what you, uh, I, what I think you mean, what I sense you mean out of this is wittingly and willfully, with full knowledge, right? Yes. And with a willingness to know the Lord, he had to choose to enter into a relationship with the Lord and allow the Lord to teach him about who the Lord was and then also about himself. Mm-hmm. Yes, Dan? Is that what you mean? Yes, Dan. All right, just want to make it clear for all of us in the room and for the listeners. Yes, Dan. And how 
um, Moses wasn't at that point when he killed the Egyptian. I would say he wasn't um, fully aware of what the Lord was doing in that moment. Mm -hmm. He just had some inklings of things. Yes. Mm -hmm. He was an um, unconscious vessel that the Lord was using and just being. He wasn't unconscious. I mean, well, when he killed the Egyptian, he was he was unaware of the yes. hand of God and the Amen. movement of God. And God didn't ask him to yes. murder that young man, but he, God had begun stirring in him about the plan that God had for him. But Moses leaned on his own understanding and is. didn't he acknowledge God in understanding. that. So then, you know, the the scripture tells us about uh, Proverbs talks about people who's they make their own plan and they walk in their own path, and mm. it, it does not lead to life, but. We're also counseled to not lean on our own under our own understanding, but in all our ways acknowledge Him, and He will direct our path. Yes, bring yes. your plans before the Lord. Amen. Unfortunately, proverb was written after. <laughs> <laughs> for Moses, anyway, it was written after. Yeah. For Thankfully us, for us, Hallelujah, we get uh, it and we can apply it, and hopefully, that's what everyone is doing. Amen. Yes. So as we're going through it, we have to also realize that the lord doesn't is not basing faith off our previous actions meaning that for moses it would seem that he disqualified himself mm -hmm. from being the deliverer mm. as humans we would think why would you want a murderer to be the one that you send and to teach the people as humans we would like to judge people based off their negative actions instead of what the Lord truly says about them. Mm -hmm. While we simultaneously don't want to be judged by our own negative actions, we want everybody to give us an ample amount of grace and mercy and turn a blind eye to everything that we've ever done to everyone anytime, anywhere, and mm. still grant us um, blessing as though we've done everything just right and also perfectly. Yes, Isn't Mama. that interesting? So, um, so as we're going <laughs> for the Lord gives us all the things that we need inside of life, for the path that he has for us, but we have to actively walk inside of them. That's what we talked about um, in the last episode um, of section 17 through 22 about how they had to consciously walk inside the blessing. Intentionally. That the Lord, mm -hmm. Yes, that the mm -hmm. Lord provided. They had to be intentional about it. It wasn't something that they accidentally did and they didn't know. It was something that they had to intentionally walk. And as you said, Mommy, mm -hmm. so as we're, going forward it was seemed that these people the lord just came to them out of nowhere for abraham suddenly the lord says i called you out and i want you to go over here for moses it just seems like the burning bush but understand that there was decisions they had to be made beforehand before they're able to come to this point of having the faith able um the faith needed to carry out these exploits mm -hmm. what normally happens is that god begins sowing seed of his word and he starts mm -hmm. dropping the seed of his word in our heart and he can cause more increase the more we open our heart to what he's doing but he already knows the people that he selected to do certain things and he's given assignments because he is all powerful and all knowing he's assigned those pivotal moments to people that he knows will say yes to him and then he brings them along the way that it's needed but for each of us, he sows seeds to draw us first to himself 
and then into the plan that he's called us to. And we talked about the difference between it, Samson. It was seemed like for most of his walk, it was unintentional that he was being used by the Lord. He was totally oblivious and just kind of barreling through and doing stuff. And God was like, oh, they don't know because I'm actually working to bring the situation about or things of that nature. Um, but Moses had to change from being an unintentional cooperative with God to being an intentional cooperative with God. And then we see the first side when he was unintentional, it looked just like Samson's life. It was absolutely contrary to what God was actually his, the character and the nature of God. And God was like, I can use this part. Oh yeah. I can take that over there. I can use this over here and work around them. But then Moses, once he grasped what God was doing, was able to turn that around and work with God. And so God could use Aside from the striking the rock the second time, God was able to use pretty well everything that Moses did as far as walking with him to fulfill the purpose that God had for him. Mm-hmm. So for us, it's great. We know that God is all powerful. He can use a donkey, right, to get his message across. He can cause the rocks to cry out. The trees already clap their hands. You know, like he can get what he needs out of a, a rock. Or he can raise up children out of stones if that's what he wanted to do. His hand can appear and write on the wall in the midst of the room in in a party. Exactly. But how much more so does he want to work through his people who willingly walk with him and willingly cooperate with him? God could have just done the, the pillar of fire in the cloud and led Israel that way. I mean, he absolutely could have just worked that out, right? Yes. He could have... Um, talked with the, the angel of the Lord could have just shown up the entire time. And, and that same form that Samson's parents met the same form that Joshua met, but that's not the way God wanted to do it. He gave an opportunity for Moses to be included or us as his people for us to be incorporated into his plan. So we don't want God to work around us. We want him to work through us and we want to give him every opportunity. Jesus was very intentional in his walk with the Lord. So as we encourage our faith, you know, just being aware of that, just God's not satisfied with, okay, I'll work around that and we can, I'm still going to get my plan done regardless of what you're doing, but he would much rather walk with us. Right. And that's the example. I'm one in the Lord would say, I'm one with the Father, and the Father is one with me, and you are one if you love me and you love the Father and you do the things that the Father's asking, right? Yes. So us transitioning from our approach to to God and how we carry ourselves and how we commit to believe him, how we determine to walk with him, that it's maturing towards him so that our faith is actually... Um, potent when we want and need to use it. But then again, that touches back to maybe two episodes ago when we were talking about the intentionality of what comes out of our mouth and making sure that our words are the words of the Lord. And we're saying what he is telling us to say, and we're speaking in alignment and agreement with him and not speaking contrary to him because that was also needed as well. Um, We talked about the agreement of your spirit and your soul so that you're effectively working towards the same purpose at the same time that God is. And that's, you know, that's something we all need to mature towards and continue to grow in. Amen. Yes, mommy. And as you're saying that we're growing and um, becoming more like the Lord, the Lord was revealing to me that 
as well as being intentional about being a vessel, that doesn't come just because we say, well, I want to be a vessel. It means that no. we are intentional about using our faith and being willing and obedient. You have to prove it out. And yes. some, like Moses proved it out here. He left behind this, that, and the other. He kept the Passover. They went through the Red Sea when it opened up, right? They kept going to the next step and to the next step and to the next step. Yes, mommy. Mm -hmm. And if we compare that with um, Saul and David, meaning that Saul was given the opportunity and he had to go and walk forward. Mm -hmm. um, Samuel says, has specifically said, at this time, the Lord would have established your kingdom, mm -hmm. but you have not done what was needed to be done. And mm -hmm. as such, the Lord has torn it away. Mm -hmm. Whereas we see the kingdom was established under David because he completed everything and was able to be trusted. But as humans, we think that if, as long as we say, okay, Lord, you can trust me. That's how we um, mm -hmm. compute in our minds that the Lord's going to give us big things because we say those words. Mm -hmm. um, but as humans, we don't even do that for other humans. We demand that people prove themselves before. And here's the side that we need to understand and that maybe we've convoluted this and we've twisted it we want god to prove himself to us he never has to do that <laughs> not at all he's not going to prove himself he's going to be who he is you believe or you don't and if you believe you get to see right the ones who said give us a sign prove who you are he said that was a wicked and perverse generation so god does not have to prove himself to us but we have to prove ourselves to him and he already knows what's in our heart and us proving it is giving ourselves us the opportunity to release our faith and connect with what he's already doing so that we can continue to move on and move forward with the Lord. But it's certainly not that God has to prove himself to us and we should be willing and ready to prove ourselves to him in whatever way we need to. Like Abraham proved his faithfulness to God when he offered up Isaac, when he was willing to do that. Mm -hmm. And actually you can see that also here with Moses, which is why there is a distinct difference, right? Uh, verses 27 and then 28 and 29. By faith he, so by faith, Moses forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, and for he endured as seeing him who was invisible. He saw the Lord. Yes, he saw him in the burning bush, right? Mm -hmm. But then, as you were saying, honey, it's not about the wanting the Lord to prove himself to us. It's about us stepping out in faith, putting that faith in action, as the Lord has commanded us or directed us, whichever way you want to phrase that, it's a command, mm -hmm. right? So it's what he requires of us, our reasonable service of worship. Mm -hmm. And then we get to see the results, mm -hmm. the the fruit of putting our faith in action and just trusting the Lord mm -hmm. or proving ourselves faithful to the Lord. Because verses 28 and 29. Of Hebrews 11. Of Hebrews 11. Mm -hmm. Thank you. By faith, he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of the blood, lest he who destroyed the firstborn should touch them. So saved, or was used to help save his people, the Lord's people, the nation of Israel. And then, verse 29, by faith they passed through the Red Sea, so as by dry land, whereas the Egyptians attempting to do so were drowned. So now there's the, the saving and delivering or deliverance mm -hmm. of a nation in a day. Amen. Amen. And then think about this. How many of us would have said or expected that God would have just had the Red Sea parted the entire time <laughs> <laughs> waiting, right? Before we would dare to leave, leave Egypt. 
most people would have said, well, I don't see how you're going to get me out of here, Lord. So I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going to take these steps, you know, and Actually, that was, that was pretty much what was spoken in front of the Red Sea. Right. And, and the Lord, I'm going to paraphrase it, but the Lord came to Moses and said, more or less, what are you crying to me for? Right. Like cross. Keep going. Keep going. Right. But I'll find the exact scripture, but, um, Amen. But that's the paraphrase version. So as we're moving with God, so what, what we can commend them on in this this regard is that they went to the Red Sea. But I can I can think of times in my life where I've been like trying to look all the way from the hilltop in Egypt. You know, the first day Moses showed up going, I don't see the way out, Lord. I don't see the sea open down there. So I'm not sure if I'm going to go. Right. We're looking 10 days in advance to see if the Red Sea is open 10 days you know, it's just going to stand there open for 10 whole days while we navigate these extra steps to feel comfortable or confident that God is going to deliver it. But they had to go to each step un- unaware of the exact pathway that God was going to carve out for them. Which I um, promise you had something, sweetheart. Mommy, as you're speaking, the Lord was showing me that the free- the reason why faith is here so that can act so that we can act on the will of God. Mm-hmm. Um. I believe, I believe Brother Hagen, Hagen said this, but faith begins where the will of God is known. Mm-hmm. And so the entire purpose of this is so that we can walk out God's destiny plan for His destiny destiny plan for our lives. Mm-hmm. We can see here that all these steps are things that God ordained, mm-hmm. not that the people said, "I think this sounds good." Mm-hmm. So I'm going to apply my faith towards it. Mm-hmm. And so the same applies for us. Whenever we should, whenever we use our faith, we should first be first understand what God's plan is. And then secondly, actively being applying it towards that plan. Amen. So sometimes we don't have all the details, but we know the categorical promise was what it is. It is what it is for them. It was that God would deliver them not just in the sweet by and by somewhere off in the distant time, but he was literally going to deliver them from the bondage of slavery in Egypt. So they could expect that. Now they didn't know how he was going to go about it. And that's not our business to, to try to dictate and control God in that. It's our business to believe that Lord, you're going to deliver me somehow, some way, right? Like the, um, Azariah, Hananiah, Mishael. Absolutely. They believed God was going to deliver them, but they didn't say he's going to crack the furnace open. He's going to burn, burn your eyes out and he's going to lift us up by his mighty angel power and fly us out of here. That's not what they said. They said he's going to deliver us because that was the categorical promise that and, they were entitled to. And they could help. And what they hope truly said on. was whether he chooses to or not to, it doesn't matter. That's our God and we're going to serve him. Or whether you choose to throw us in this furnace or not, right. we're still going to serve the That's Lord. It. But their faith, they had, they hooked their faith and their hope was in the categorical promise that God said to them. But Amen. they didn't try to figure out, well, God, I don't know. I can't see this river open 10 days ago. The sea is not parted. You know, <laughs> the first day Moses showed up, so I, I don't know. I can't, I can't go with you and put the blood on my doorpost. I can't take these steps because I don't see it. So they moved beyond what their eyes saw. And yeah, they complained and they struggled, but they still got it done. And, you know, they still limped across there and, and not in the way of being feeble. But I mean, like faith by inching across and complained well, and believed and complained and believed and complained and believed to get across there. And I commend them for doing that. But God wants us to walk with him 
without the complaining and Amen. without the doubting and just straight on with faith. So as, as you put out in Exodus 14, the people are complaining. Now Moses, right, exhibits this thing of holding fast to his faith. He mm-hmm. says to the people, mm-hmm. this is Exodus 14, 13, do not be afraid, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall see again no more forever. The Lord will fight for you, and you shall hold your peace. And then in verse 15, right, the Lord again admonishes Moses. Uh, It says, the Lord said to Moses, why do you cry to me? Tell the children of Israel to go forward, but lift up your rod and stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it. And the children of Israel will go up on dry land. So, Moses was holding fast to to his faith initially, Mm -hmm. where the people did not. Mm-hmm. Which is part of the reason he's listed here in this great Heroes of Faith chapter. Mm-hmm. And as a result of then now getting the plan from the Lord, you saw him carry that out. Well, we don't see it. We read about it here in Exodus, how he carried that out. Mm-hmm. And the Lord then now could show himself strong on Moses' behalf because Moses chose to. I'll say, demonstrate his faithfulness to the Lord by his obedience. Not just willing to hear, but willing to be obedient to everything the Lord told him to do. And as a result, was the Lord then showed himself strong, right? Moses first proved himself faithful. Mm-hmm. And then the Lord also demonstrated his faithfulness, which is no different than when the Lord says, draw near to me and I will draw near to you. Mm-hmm. That is the standard. That is part of, if you will, the spiritual law the Lord has set in place. Amen. And when you draw near to me, then I will draw near to you. Amen. So. Glory to God. Amen. All right. Well, let's pause there for today. And with that, can I get a volunteer to close this out in prayer, please? I will. All right, Layla. Lord, we thank you for today, Lord. We thank you for your faithfulness, and we thank you for the compassion that you've had on us, Lord, that you're willing to walk with us as we become more and more conformed to the image of Jesus Christ. Lord, we thank you for the beautiful weather that we've been able to enjoy, Lord, the joy that you have put into our lives and the laughter that we have in you, Lord. We thank you for the health and healing of our bodies, strength in our bones, our muscles, and everything that you've given us to Lord, we thank you for the full functioning of all our faculties, and we thank you for the grace that you've given and shown to each and every one of us, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. In Jesus' almighty name, amen. And amen. Well, we love you, God bless you, and have a wonderful day. Want to know more about a day of prayer? Sign up for our newsletter where you'll get the latest updates on the ministry, inspiring messages, and coupon codes for the merch shop. Visit our website, adayofprayer.org. Click on connect in the menu bar and complete the form. Be sure to check the box that says subscribe. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, 
Take care and God bless you.